Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good day and God bless. I believe, I know you see the hat. What do you believe in, Coach Brown? Baby, I'm glad you asked. I believe in the JSU National Alumni Association Incorporated. So much that I encourage you to join today. Not tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. I'm talking about right now. You got to do this right now. We have over 50,000 alums from across the country. And your membership in our National Alumni Association will only help make Jackson State stronger. We need you, man. We need you, baby. We need you to help. We need you to join. We need you to be as well. We need you to unite. That's what we need. If you believe in text, I believe to 71777. Again, that's 71777 and become part of this Jackson State University National Alumni Family. The I love Jackson State University. I believe, baby. How about you? For the first time in history, the Southwestern Athletic Conference will host the Cricket Wireless Swat Men's and Women's Basketball Virtual Media Days on November 2nd and 3rd at 10 a.m. on both days via the SWAC Digital Network on YouTube. The two-day event will feature a special address by SWAC Commissioner Dr. Charles McClellan to start the event coverage on opening day. The Cricket Wireless Swag Basketball Virtual Media Days will tip off the men's and women's basketball season leading to the 2021 Cricket Wireless Swag Men's and Women's Basketball Tournament, which is scheduled to be held March 9th and 12th and 13th. The virtual broadcast will feature one-on-one interviews with SDN analyst James Barrett, along with SWAT women's basketball head coaches and one student athlete from each member institution. Head coach Wayne Brent and student athlete Javis McKinnis will represent Jackson State on the men's side. Head coach Tamikia Reed and student athlete Amisha Williams will represent the Tigers on the women's side. A complete listing of head coaches and student athletes slated to participate along with the full broadcast schedule can be found on GoJSUTigers.com. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 76 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Hosting the show with me today is Mike B. What up, Mike? The Corey C. What's happening? What's happening, Tiger fans? All right. We also have the one and only Neely. What's going on, Neely? 
Man, I cannot complain. Super dope producer. Good to be with you and Mike B. And of course, Sir Charles Bishop. What's going on, fellas? Nice to be back on for another episode. Of course, with the all important super dope producer, <laughs> D. Corson. I'm flattered. I'm very flattered. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But, but fellas, here we are again on what would have been a bye week. Uh, so I guess even if we did have a fall season, we still wouldn't have had a game today. Uh, so with nothing to do, this might, you know what, this might be a good day for y'all to get out there on, on those bass lakes and, and, and go fishing with Coach Prime. <laughs> well, you know, you got to find something to fill the time on, on a Saturday like this, Corey. You know, uh, uh, in the past during the bye week, it, it's time to to, to hang out with some family, do some fishing, do some relaxing, watch other games and other conferences. Um, and some of the student athletes get a chance to go home and that kind of thing. But, you know, th- this fall, essentially every week has been a, been a bye week. So we're, we're kind of used to this. Uh, but, it, but it's refreshing, that, you know, to, to, to have, have a, 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 a seemingly virtual bye week and just have some discussions not relative to a specific game today. Yeah. Uh, you know, follow up on what you were saying, Neely. I think for me, I mean, I, I went back and <laughs> I know my guy truck is going to laugh about this, but I kind of dug into <laughs> some stats and just kind of started, you know, kind of looking back at, at last season's stats and, and really kind of projecting out, you know, hopefully what, what we'll see this upcoming spring because, you know, I don't think you can discount this upcoming spring. I know a lot of people are, are putting on us toward the kind of looking toward the fall, but if we play – uh, football this spring, it's going to be really competitive, and it could be that great springboard going into the fall. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting into it. Yeah. Normally during the bye week, you know, just like Lily said, this is the time where, you know, if, if you are a, a spouse or a parent, this is the time you get that quality of time in because, you know, once the next Saturday rolls around, it's going to be back to tailgate and going to the games and so forth. So uh, this is the time we just kind of get caught up on that, on that, um, quality time you spending with your family. Like you said, watch some other ball games. Maybe there's some other teams, you know, in the conference that you've been wanting to check out. You can get a chance to really sit down and, and, and watch those games. And, uh, and like Chuck said, you know, look, look at the stats and the superlatives and see exactly uh, where your team stands. Uh, you kind of, you know, project what's going on the rest of the year, put a, put a um, uh, sort of a grade, so to speak, on, a, on a, the midterm report card of your team. And that probably would have been a good episode if we were, uh, had a season just looking kind of, you know, are we an A, B, C, D, F, you know, team right now? So let's look at it though. What, what do y'all think our records would be right now going into this bye? If, if we had had a, a, a fall season, we would have played either either FAM or Tennessee State to kick the, the season off. Obviously, it would have been Tennessee State originally, uh, but once the uh, the season kind of got thrown out of whack in, in terms of uh, not uh, having a fall season, we potentially not having a fall season, we brought FAM in to replace Tennessee State. But then it would have been USM, Southern, Texas Southern, Prairie View, and Pine Bluff. So looking at that, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six games. What what, what would we be looking like right now? Now, one caveat, keep this in mind. We don't know who the coach would have been. <laughs> we, my, that was my question. That, that was my question. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it would have been Coach Prime, yeah. the coach. Yeah, yeah. T.C. Taylor, I mean, would we have uh, held on? To the I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 you know, to, to your point, Corey, and, and this is kind of what instead of – kind of looking to see what our record might have been. I kind of take a look at what we have coming back going into the season. Uh, when you take a look at last season, we really didn't see our quarterback of the future until roughly about the eighth mm-hmm. game of the season uh, in Jalen Jones. Uh, he, he doesn't really, uh, he, he makes cameo appearances, but 
we don't really see him until that preview game where he kind of leads us into that overtime victory. And then we see him uh, uh, start uh, against Arkansas Pine Bluff and, and kind of start the rest of the season now. Uh, that being said, you know, I keep looking at this Jackson State backfield. I'm, I was really excited going into this uh, upcoming football season with guys like uh, Keyshawn Harbor. You know, he was the leading rusher last year. He rushed for over 800 yards. <laughs> Jalen Jones was, was the third best running right. back. Uh, he, he rushed himself. Uh, and he doesn't come into, like I said, roughly about the eighth game. And he rushes for uh, 300 some odd yards. So, you know, that there, there are some pieces that I was, right? Yeah, but, but, yeah, but Corey, going back to your question, um, I'd probably say two wins, two in the possible, maybe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, that, that, that was my outlook on, on the season, and that's why changes were made. So here we are. Oh, man, it might be a good thing that we didn't have a fall season then in that case. Oh, yeah. But but obviously, uh, you know, here we are and, and, you know, no football, but still an eventful week at Jackson State. Like we say, there's always something going on with we had uh, Coach Prime in town this week. And like I said, he was he was out there. He's been social media campaigning, looking for places to fish. Did, did, you, did you even go fishing with him, did you, Neely? I did not, man. I'm a I'm a I'm a boat guy, but I'm not much of a fisherman. And, you know, you're, you're right. Uh, uh, I can tell you firsthand, being here in Jackson, uh, he's been in and out of town, and, you know, that's only going to pick up. And, of course, the so excitement grows with it. And he's been spotted at restaurants, and, you know, his social media footprint is is outstanding. So I, I expect more of that to come uh, in the days and weeks to come, particularly leading up to, uh, to December 1st. I, I do think that there's going to be a drop-off some as he finishes – you know, uh, uh, the high school season where he's currently coaching. Mm. Uh, but once that's over and, and, and winding down, man, he's going to be here a lot. And, and the, the city, you know, the city is just excited about it. Every time he tweets or asks a question about where to do this or where do I find this, you know, it, you know, pe- people respond <laughs> as if he doesn't have people to ask. You know, <laughs> they, 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 people respond as if, like, if, if he doesn't get this response from me, he's not going to know where to go eat. Uh, he, he's not going to know where to go fish. And I, I just love it. Like, as a marketing guy, uh-huh. I just love it. You know, the, you know man, we, we all got to sit there and meet with him. Uh, the guy is well-informed on the city. Uh, he, he is – he travels, uh, and not with an entourage, but with a business entourage of people that mm. helps him. Manage, manage his affairs. So the last thing he really needs is a recommendation on a soul food place. But to get that fan base energized and to see all those people respond as if he's counting on me, yeah. I think that just translates to the success of the program. Because, for instance, when he says, hey, I need you to buy season tickets or I need you to join the Alumni Association, I need you to – people take it to heart, man. Yeah. You know, and so it's, it's – I think he really did – decent recommendations on that red velvet cake though i think that was pretty genuine i think he really wanted that because <laughs> he kept asking about that <laughs> and y'all know man we had some media outlets kind of poking fun at all this and it rubbed some of the a lot of the jack state fans the wrong way and started some twitter exchanges and whatnot i know it's all for clicks but it seems like everybody wants a piece of this dion pie for their own game chuck uh, you know that you, you hit it on the uh, on the head uh Corey, in terms of uh just uh, 
what 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 did, what did you say, Neely? A rising tide lifts all boats, and I think that's what a rising tide right. lifts all boats. That's definitely what we see. But you know, one thing I, I always say this: you don't want to poke the bear, and that Jackson State fan base is a bear. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you, you talk about one of the most unique fan bases in all of of HBCU athletics. Uh, they love their Jackson State athletics. They love it with all their heart, and they don't share that love. Uh, like we see in some other states, you know, if you're a uh, Jackson State fan, you are a Jackson State fan. So uh, do it at your own cost. They right, don't take right. too. They, I say, they. We don't take too kindly when somebody comes at us. Did y'all see? It was the one guy. He was a media guy up in, uh, I think, in the Delta, and he had his take on on, on Coach Prime, and he was kind of agreeing with Bomani Jones in terms of Coach kind of doing it for him. And I mean, they 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 went at him in the. <laughs> I, I didn't respond. They were oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. They, got they, they came at him with with a with a, with a beehive mentality. You know, like that Beyonce. Yeah, if, you, if you say something like about Beyonce, the beehive is gonna get you. And and just you the same way. When you say something about Jackson State, oh, the den coming for you. So, that is a good. You, that, have, that, so that, you uh, better make sure you have time. I know. I Chuck, don't really like that, uh, that that Beyonce reference. There you go. I, I say it, man, because I, I have told y'all before, and I will say it again. You cannot have a black conversation and Beyonce's name cannot come up. I want to thank Mike B. Yeah. Once again, proving my analytics. Yeah. I know we got the stat man, Chuck Bishop, but I, I have an analytic that I run that the success of a true black conversation it, it, it beyond this intelligence and economic impact is did Beyonce's name come up? Because if you don't get if you don't get an analogy with Beyonce, it wasn't a real conversation. Yeah, yeah Lila, I was I was even trying. It just happened. It just, it just went the other direction. Can't, you can't have a black college football conversation without D. I love Jackson State. How about that? Exactly. analogy? And that's why that name always comes up. So I gotta tell you this though, uh the Corey C. Now y'all know, like I said, I'm 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 all in on Coach Prime. I as a as a Jacksonian, not just uh, Jackson State University, but born and raised in the city of Jackson. I am loving everything that's taking place. So all of these events, all of these tweets, all this stuff he's doing is outstanding. But Chuck, when you talk about our fan base and you talk about this uh, potential and what we believe will be a actual spring season, mm. Amen. These tweets ain't gonna be celebrated when we don't be winning. We got to win. <laughs> you know, all all this uh, hanging out in sweetie pies, all this is great and it's outstanding. But 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 you know, like uh, Mike B said, uh, his prediction for this fall season, which I know that dramatically dramatically changes because the uh, coaches change. But it but it's the same standard. The standard the standard is the standard. So if we roll into the spring into this competitive season because it's going to be a real season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to see the fan base that's loving these tweets and loving these requests to go fishing and red velvet cake recipes, you're going to see some subsequent responses to those from some of us saying, hey, man, damn the red velvet cake, you need to blah, blah, blah. Like that. That's, you said, that's you, you're saying the JSU Beehive will go away, Coach Prime? Come on. Uh, you know what? I believe they would. <laughs> they, will not, they will remind him that job number one, is is taking care of job number one, which is getting this program moving back in the right direction. So you know, uh, enjoy it now because <laughs> we 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 know this fan base well. Yeah, it's, and, and Chuck, to that, it's, it's it's again, it's all good. You know, there's nothing but upside to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, nature abhors a vacuum. You know, nothing just occurs in isolation. There is no no empty space. And so when you see all of this this quote-unquote non-football activity is fine because we're in a non-football portion of the year. Yeah. Right. 
And, and so anytime that you take time and attention away from the main thing and then the main thing is not being successful, oh, you better believe the beehive will flip. Now, I'm not going to say they're going to say run him out of town and do all this or that kind of thing or the other. But you're going to have some people like, hey, man, stop worrying about where the fishing hole is and get that the offensive line straight. Right. You know, that, it, that's coming. <laughs> That's coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's oh, true. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, like, like Nina said, it's the same thing that makes you laugh make you cry. So, uh, if mm-hmm. we're not winning games, uh, and it's, it's almost inevitable to a degree that there's going to be some negative tweets unless this team just goes undefeated and, and routes every team, that there's going to be some, some, some negative feedback from, from someone out there that is a, a diehard JSU fan. It, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. So, uh, so we'll see. Um, once December 1st comes, uh, you know, he, he gets the job, and you know, the, the rubber the rubber meets the road. We'll, we'll see what happens then. Um, and, and, I, I think the work's going to start getting done at that point. And, and you know, Neely, I think you, you said this before. Uh, this is going to come with some growing pains. You know, we, we kind of got to mm-hmm. get used to the, the celebrity aspect of and, and things of that nature, but you know, things kind of have a way of balancing themselves out eventually, and I, I truly believe that's what's going to happen. You know, Chuck, man, I, I have uh, I have fallen down this rabbit hole of reality TV during this pandemic. And, and somehow I've gotten roped into this 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 show called Married at First Sight. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all know Coach Prime. Uh, well, we all know Deion Sanders, mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. And now we have married Coach Prime at first sight. And uh, it's it's going to be some growing pains, man. And I just think that's part of the progress. Mm-hmm. I think we have to trust that process that might be, even as you're saying, uh, I don't care if it's 5-0 and o or 0-5, and five, it's not going to be all sunshine and roses no, because they're ancillary things to a winning record. Mm-hmm. You know, they're programmatic things to a winning record. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, and, <laughs> and, I, and I say this because it could apply to me and Dion and, and the three of you too. When you talk as much as we talk, eventually you're gonna say something to alienate somebody. Yes. It's, it's yeah. just low averages. Right. You know, so so everybody may love this podcast and love super dope producer Corey C, but as much as he talks, eventually he's gonna say something that, that rubs somebody the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And and as much as Coach Sanders has been in front of the microphone, he's had never been in the microphone in front of the swag. He's never been in front of the microphone during the swag season when things aren't going well. He's never been in the microphone at 1400 Lynch Street. Inevitably, he's going to say something that's going to make the guys at the barbershop go, now, hold up now. Right. It's funny. <laughs> but, but, but I think because, you know, when you know a bear is in the woods, you can plan and predict it and, and govern yourself accordingly because you know what you're going to encounter. I think he's going to be ready for it. I just think that the fan base has to understand that while we're in this honeymoon phase, as as Corey, as Chuck said, man, you know the, the main thing is at some point, and I think that date is December first. Mm-hmm. The main thing is going to come the main thing, yep. and that's winning football games. No doubt. And that's while he was uh, here in, in Jackson this week, or while he was there in Jackson, I'm not in Jackson, but while he was there in Jackson, this week, uh, <laughs> another event that he had the uh, the Hill Jackson event, uh, kind of a, I guess a rallying call to to lift up the community and better the city. And uh, you, you three guys are uniquely qualified to have a strong opinion about this since you grew up in Jackson. So you're very familiar with some of those issues that Coach Prime is tackling, Mike. So, so what are you? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I, I thought it was a real good gesture. I thought it was a real good uh, effort by uh, Coach Prime to to um, have a sit down with the with the community, some of the community leaders, and just try to get to um, the bottom or the root causes of 
what's, you know, plaguing, you know, my hometown. And uh, growing up in Jackson, uh, you know, I, I, I've seen I've seen the best of it all and I've seen the worst of it all. So I understand um, what 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 the challenges are there. Um, but I think it, it gets to a point where we have to start talking about, um, you know, financial opportunities, economic opportunities. And uh, what are some of the ways that we can redirect some of this frustration and some of this anger that uh, a lot of the, the, the citizens of Jackson are feeling right now? Because I think we're we're on pace for 140 murders in mm-hmm. Jackson. I, now, I don't live in Jackson, but I still say we could. That's my hometown. So, right. mm-hmm. but so we're on pace for 140 murders right now, and that 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 is well above what the what the what the previous high was, and that's considering a time when we had a lot more people in the city back in the, in the early nineties. So, mm-hmm. um, but, but again, you know, it, it's an effort. It's, it's going to start some conversation and start some dialogue. So um, I can't be against that. It was a good effort by coach prime. We'll, we'll, we'll see what it leads to. Uh, you, you know, Corey, I, I, I guys, I take a look at it. Uh, and Neely, you mentioned married at first sight, but this is an opportunity here uh, where uh, coach prime is sort of marrying himself to the city of Jackson, really ingratiating himself uh, within uh, the community and the, the fabric of Jackson. So I applaud his efforts. Uh, you know, I, I, we kind of laugh a little bit, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, job one will be job one when we uh-huh. get to December. But uh, until then, I really applaud, you know, his efforts in terms of uh, really wanting to see this community uh, get back on solid footing and, and really uh, working with the city leaders and, and, and working with the community leaders to really uh, get Jackson back to where Jackson really can be, has the potential to be uh, just this shining star right in the heart footprint of the Mid-South. Yeah, I, I agree, uh, Chuck and Mike. I, I think that, uh, you know, Jackson State University, uh, 1400 Lynch Street, it, it is much like a church. And, and a church has to not have walls. You know, even when, when Jesus went out uh, and, and to, to heal, you know, he didn't do it within the walls of a building. And, and so I, I think that, that there is a responsibility on leadership all the way down to just individuals. If you have something to offer when you're faced with a crisis, that it's up to everybody to shoulder, to lean in, shoulder in and help with that crisis. So I say hot hats off to Coach Prime for coming in, lending his name, lending his gravitas, his gravitational pool, if you will, you know, to a social issue. Uh, and, and I think that's something that you see from A.D. Robinson, from President Hudson, from professors on campus. I don't think it's a unique thing to Coach Prime. I do think this is a unique thing uh, to his to his star power and what to the table that now, you know, news will cover community meetings like that. Uh, but 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 folks affiliated with Jackson State have been knocking down the walls to that campus in the community to see what we can do to better this environment because Jackson State, so goes the city of Jackson, so goes Jackson State. And, and, I, and I think Coach Prime knows that, uh, not only about the university, but about, but about his quote-unquote football program, his quote-unquote athletes. Uh, and so he has a role to play and, and shout out to him for hitting the ground running and saying, hey, now before, you know, 22 of my 24 hours are tied up in this football program, let me see what I can do right now to galvanize some forces, get some momentum going. 
uh, and lend my star power to this to this cause. Because, you know, Mike said we're, we're over 100 in the city of Jackson. That's a real number as far as murders. But we also know that there are many, many aspects of Jackson where there is no violence, you know, yeah, where right. there is no poverty, where there where there are job opportunities. This is a great city. And, and so because we know where the issues and the challenges lie, hats off to Coach Prime for going to those communities, seeking out those community leaders to say, hey, what can I do to help? Not, not going in and telling them what he going to do, asking them, what, what do you need me to do? How can I help you? I think it was a great look for the city, a great look for the university, a great look for the program and him as a coach. Now, having said that, December 1st is coming. And one thing he's big on, and I'm personally big on, is we all got 24 hours in a day. And, and at some point, you know, we have to hand off uh, certain aspects to other people. And that's what I love about him coming in early and having this conversation and getting involved to get that momentum going. Because there is going to come a day and an hour, fellas, that he's not going to have three hours to be at a community for. You know, uh, or to, you know, so it, it's important to do these things now and do things proper in the right order. So, man, salute to him for having that event and being a part of it. And, and salute to you, Deacon Neely, for the uh, Church Without Walls reference. I like that. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know I, I got to tell you, Chuck, I'm, I'm, I'm a tad bit older than y'all, you know, not not much. And, and, and like you growing up around that campus and on that campus with parents who worked there, you know, we remember when the motto was, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. No yeah, doubt. I, I'm all for challenging minds and changing lives. Now, don't get me wrong. But I go back. I go back to the truth days. So yeah. I, my grandma used to tell me, if you want the devil to lead the room, tell the truth because he can't stand it. So we're we going to tell the truth on the podcast now. Yeah, I think that was, the, that was on the lunch trays back in, back in the calf back then. But no, but no, well said, man. And, and, you know, just in terms of uh, the the number one priority, the main thing being football, if you guys remember, we did a look ahead to the spring season on the episode. Wait, who is that? Who is that? Is that, is, is that prime coach prime? Is that you? The city of Jackson in the state of Mississippi. This is Coach Prime. Boy, that feels good to say that. I am so excited to be in Jackson, the capital of the great state of Mississippi and home to the I love Jackson State University. Tickets for our spring 2021 season are available, baby. And I encourage you to step up and support our football program and purchase your season tickets. This is a prime way to support our football program. And most importantly, Jackson State University, the finest HBCU in the country. I need Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium packed, and I believe in you. It's prime time at Jackson State, baby. You better get ready because I believe JSU. Yeah, that's right, Coach. Get those season tickets. I got mine, and I'm definitely looking forward to this spring. But as I was saying, you know, you guys, if you remember, we did an episode where we kind of looked ahead to the spring season, and that was about a month before Coach Prime was named coach, and we made some predictions uh, on the, the season and what we thought the, the record would be. So are we revising those predictions now, or are we going to just kind of temper those expectations until the fall so Coach Prime can get some of those recruits in? So I'm going to well, say first, things, first things first, Corey. Uh, I, I got a correction. I hate to, I hate to correct a producer, but I got to go with my coach on this one. It ain't spring season. He said, "Get these spring tickets." <laughs> so you know, he, 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 he has come to Jackson, and, and it, you wouldn't know he wasn't a West Jackson Jew. He said, "Spring tickets." So oh, I, 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 I'm gonna, I, I for one, 
want to update, you know, my predictions, I think we're going to have a, a very successful spring. Uh, I, I agree with Chuck. You know, this is a real season. It's going to be real challenging. Uh, but I think, you know, leadership matters. Uh, we, we have this this assistant coaching staff that's going to be named soon. And and uh, uh, I think that that you're going to see the caliber of athletes that we have on, on campus rise to a level that they previously had not played at. And so I'm, I'm excited about a definitely a, a more than 50-50, but a winning record this spring uh, just because of the momentum that's going into the program. You know, th- this is going to be a very competitive spring. I think when I uh, took a look at uh, the, the rosters, uh, you have seven teams uh, all with their quarterbacks coming back. Uh, and, and that means something in this conference. That, that means something to have uh, uh, that continuity on the center. And, guys, I, I keep coming back to it. You know, I, there are some pieces on this Jackson State football team that I'm really uh, excited and looking forward to seeing uh, in terms of, uh, like I said, Keyshawn Harper, Kamani Clark, Tyson Alexander, that backfield. Who uh, who get, gives uh, Keontae Hampton some help on the defensive side of the ball? I think we have the potential – of really having a really good team, but make no mistake about it, guys. You know, <laughs> Alcorn brings back Felix Harper. Aquil Glass is a legitimate NFL uh, prospect at Alabama A&M, and guess what? He has 2,000-yard receivers. So it's going to be a very competitive spring season, and if we are able or if we are fortunate enough to play this spring season, I think you're going to see some really good football. You know, Chuck, I'm going to tell you why, why uh, Mike B, I I believe so. And and Chuck touched on it earlier in the show, man. Uh, You know, let me, let me equate it to basketball. Yeah. As long as that rim is 10 feet off the floor, height matters. And, and with football, as long as just over three yards, three plays in a row gets you a first down, the running game matters. Mm -hmm. And, and, and because that controls the clock and might be you have mentioned before in previous episodes and, and, and other sidebar conversations, the challenges, at least last year by defense. Well, well, one way to help a quote unquote weaker defense is keep your offense on the field longer. Mm-hmm. And that's what the running game does. It, it eats up clock. And so when Chuck touched on it earlier, man, you know, all all corns quarterback prowess and all this stuff going around the league is one thing. And, and, and that is factual. I trust the stat man on that. But if we can control that clock. And if we can just be great, it may not be exciting. It may not be, you know, prime time football, no pun intended. Uh, if we can control that clock with that powerful running game that we that we believe we're bringing back, I think it just bodes well for our success. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And let's fast forward to the fall because I, I talked about, you know, once Coach Prime gets his recruits in, I see a lot of three, four, five-star offers going out. Some, uh, So you guys expecting – a blockbuster signing class coming up uh, to be ready for the fall, or should we temper those expectations as well? I wholeheartedly believe we're, we're, we're going to see the best recruiting class Jackson State has seen potentially in the last 25 years. Wow. Uh, I, I think when I talk about this, this renaissance that is going on in HBCU athletics, uh, where you're starting to get some of those players seriously taking a look at HBCUs, I think there's serious momentum, uh, especially when you start kind of taking a look 
and and and, and guys and, and Neil, you know this well, Mike. Uh, it's the parents. It, it is the parents starting to kind of take a look at. We've talked about you know not wanting to put your child in an environment that is not going to be friendly to them. Correct. So I, I think that that momentum is really starting to pick up, and, and I think Jackson State will be a beneficiary of uh, of that momentum, especially when you have an individual uh, of the magnitude that Deion Sanders is. Yeah, well said, Chuck. I, I concur. You know, uh, not not to miss politics in because we we certainly want to encourage all our, our listeners to vote in the upcoming election and participate in that process. But but the the social injustice that's taking place in the nation is going to skew what Coach Prime brings to the table and what HBCUs and what Jackson State has to offer even greater. So when you say best signing class and and arguably twenty five years, man, you mess around and let let the current president get reelected. It's going to be the best signing class in fifty years mm. uh, because it's just you know it, it, you a pendulum swings. You know mm-hmm. things have push and pull to them. There's ebb and flow to them. And, and this social unrest and this political tension in the country has just underscored, as you said, Chuck, what some of these parents know, that my child needs to be in a safe space. My child but still needs opportunity. Well, now you have this perfect alignment of opportunity and safe space. Jackson State University, since 1877, ha- has been a safe space. There was a time in our history because of desegregation that others seemingly had better opportunities. And so in the late 70s through those late 80s, you had that migration toward Power 5 and SEC, not because they were safe spaces, but because they provided this quote-unquote opportunity, at least. Well, now the facility upgrades, the safe space concept, a coach like Coach Prime and everything he brings to the table. Opportunity and safe space are merging, and I'm I'm with you, Chuck. I'm predicting an outstanding uh, uh, recruitment class for the fall uh, season. Well, me, I definitely agree with you. Uh, building off what you said about a safe space, uh, that is something that um, not just the parents, young, young people are paying attention to that too as well. Uh, these student athletes, they're sitting back, they're observing what's going on. They're looking at their presidents, uh, their their university presidents, the coaches. Uh, who who they're who they're voting for, what they're what they're speaking out against, what they're not speaking out against. So now you're seeing this this exodus towards the transfer portal. because uh, a lot of kids they're just not comfortable in the environment that they felt was going to give them the best opportunity. So now they know that hey, I can go to an HBCU. If if it's good enough for Deion Sanders, it's good enough for me. So mm-hmm. so you're going to start seeing a lot of kids migrate toward these HBCUs and specific, specifically Jackson State. Uh, when those offers go out now, these kids are listening. They're, they're paying more attention mm-hmm. now. So, um, you know, Chuck, you're right. The best class in, in, in 25 years is it, it, very possible. I agree. Yeah, it, it's yeah. possible. We, we can see uh, a good number of three, four, uh, possibly five stars, if not this year, in, in the years to come, for sure. And, and guys, and you, you know this is going on now. I mean, in terms of <laughs> uh, the number of inbox and texts that we're getting, you know, in terms mm, of, hey, right. have, have you seen my kids uh, huddle? You know, that that's, a, mm-hmm. and it's, it, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's flattering, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not on the coaching staff, but, you know, I, I, I try to make sure that I, I, I forward whatever I get, but, uh, you know, it, it, there is a, a renaissance, if you will, that's going on. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, our parents are listening, kids are listening and they're observing uh, they they're observing that space that they're in. So this this could be huge. 
Well, you know, fellas, we have a lot to be looking forward to here on the show in the coming weeks and months. Obviously, the big one, the coaching staff announcements for the football team. Hopefully, that'll be coming down the pipes here pretty soon. Basketball season getting ready to kick off. Uh, we have signing day coming up and not not just the signing day for high schools in February, but don't forget about that mid-year signing day in December uh, where we hopefully can bring in some impact transfers to help our coach prime. Also, the football players should be getting back to campus pretty soon. We have some individual interviews coming up with some of our legends, so definitely stay tuned. Be on the lookout for that. And we cannot forget about those other sports. You know, we always talk about football. We talk about basketball, but let's not forget about baseball. Coach Omar Johnson, I know those guys are hungry to get back out there. Uh, Dr. Ted Flogaitis and their women's soccer team, uh, Mark Thorne, the, the track and field team, the list goes on and on. But, uh, again, a lot to look forward to. But what are you guys anticipating the most? I'm, for me, uh, Lady Tigers basketball, you know, all due respect to uh, the men and, and because they, they certainly ended last year uh, on an upward note, you know, winning to going into the tournament with all kinds of momentum on, on, the, uh, on, the, on the men's side. So not to diminish them, but that women's program under the leadership of Coach Reed and her staff, uh, what they were able to do last season and the, the folks that she has brought in. I mean, I mean, hell, it's, it's they call it the dandy dozen because it's 12. I mean, it's like she's signing all 12 of them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, so to, to see what that team is going to be like, you know, uh, in the future, in 2021 and beyond. I, I'm, I'm most excited about the trajectory of that women's basketball program. Because as I said on some previous shows, this is one of those momentums that existed pre-Coach Prime. You know, you know, Chuck, this is almost like BC dates. You know, you got BP <laughs> and, and, and AP. You know, you got before Prime and after Prime. But, you know, <laughs> <This guy. laughs> the women's program is is certainly a BP thing. Before Prime, it was going through the roof, and I'm excited about seeing where it goes next. And and I think our, our Tiger fan base is excited about this women's basketball team. You're talking about. Uh, a basketball team that is one they're in the top three in the offense in the swag they're in the top three in the defense in the swag they are an overall uh solid team and a team that you really can get behind i mean i, I tell you coach reed and her staff uh, they've done such a tremendous job in terms of uh, of getting them prepared night in night out they always give you good solid effort and you really appreciate that but you know to your point Corey, I, i'm looking forward not only to women's basketball, men's basketball, but really for our fan base to get to know this Jackson State Athletics program uh, and really trying to feature as many of our former legends, uh, featuring as many of our coaches as we can and really driving this platform. And I want to take this time out to say thank you to all of those who have subscribed and and are listening to this podcast. It is very much appreciated. Uh, We do this for you and you are the driving force behind making this podcast what it is. Mm -hmm. Well said. Um, I, I myself, um, just like every other JSU fan, looking forward to women's basketball and seeing uh, exactly what is what is the 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 the, the ceiling for this team. Because I look at the mm-hmm. roster and I don't see any flaws. I see a team that could possibly make you know the tournament run. Uh, and that, and, that, and I'm, I'm not even saying that sarcastically. I just um, this team the the potential is just so unlimited. So uh, I'm just looking forward to see where it goes. And basketball as well. Um, I've paid attention to Coach Brent and, and, his, and his staff, and they've quietly put together a pretty competitive roster. So uh, they, they have an opportunity to make some noise too. So we'll see. So uh, definitely mm-hmm. looking forward to, uh, to basketball season on both fronts. 
And you know I'm a baseball guy, guys. So I, I can't wait to <laughs> we get to, we get to the spring, get some baseball in too. So I'm really looking forward to our Jackson. Yeah, we, we got some we got some baseball shows uh in the can, so to speak, or not in the can that are about to come out that, that we're gonna get produced by a super dope producer, D Core C. And uh Core is like, man, there is no way Chuck is not is not gonna be a part of those potential. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and you know, it goes hand in hand because if Baseball is so much about the numbers and analytics. I'm sure, Chuck, you've probably watched Moneyball 15 times. <laughs> uh, I, know that, I know that's right up your alley. So you, you're exactly right, man. The baseball program uh, is tremendous. And, and, and those are another example of what facilities do. Uh, and even facilities before Prime, you know, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a jewel sitting right there on Lynch Street. Uh, uh, on the back end of the campus, man, uh, at Br- Braddy Field is just a nice facility. So that baseball program, you know, you, it, it's one of those ones you can't say has an upper trajectory because it's just always up, uh, right. always competitive, always in the mix, always recruiting, you know, uh, great student athletes. So it's going to be some exciting times to see them back in action. And, you know, right here in Jackson, uh, as we talk about the momentum that the city has, uh, you know, the uh, the SWAC tournament was coming here. The MEAC SWAC challenge was going to be right there at Smithville Stadium. Uh, mm-hmm. The COVID derailed it. All of that stuff is slated to come back around uh, for the spring 21. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be some great times here in the city with JSU Athletics. Very much so. Absolutely. Listeners, tune in. We'll have it all for you right here on Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Mike B, man, it was uh, glad to have you back in uh, in the Tiger Den uh, with Tiger Talk. We uh, missed having you around, man. It's good to, good to, good to have your perspective on this on this show on this Saturday. Yeah, man, good. New dad, dad Mike B, he had to take some time off for that for that new uh, new baby son number three. Oh, How's yeah. that going? Oh, um, it's going going it's going. Um, <laughs> no sleep. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's um, you know morning or night right now. It's just. But it's um uh, it's a lot. I got you know third and a fourth grader. We're doing a homeschool thing with them. Then I got a, a five week old baby. So um so it's 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 fun around here. It's fun. But, but look at the <laughs> look at the bright side though, Mike. Yeah. You, you that you got the big baller brand two point So in about 15, 18. <laughs> oh oh yeah oh go. yeah oh yeah oh yeah. I'm I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to give me a big, a, a, big Bradley a, brand a, a billion dollar shoe deal. <laughs> yes sir. Yes sir. I love it. Yes, <laughs> Triple B's, baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> Bradley, Bradley, Bradley. Three B's coming, coming. All, all going to be on JSU campus. They, they don't know it yet, but they are. <laughs> and that'll do it for episode seventy-six of Tiger Talk with the fourteen hundred Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thank you for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag I believe.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.